Well, can you actually take what you learned in the military, be it principles, or skills, or discipline, and change an industry? Some will argue it's hard enough just to find a best fit job, let alone change an industry, yet one Army Ranger did exactly that. For him, his corporate career was inspired by the idea that his military service never fully ended because even when you leave the service, you are always thinking about how to make the lives in the field better. So today we're unpacking how you can take this service above self-attitude and change your marketplace. Welcome to the Military Wire with Mike Schindler. This is the podcast where we interview America's most elite men, men and women who have served this country. We share their stories of overcoming, their proven lessons in leadership, and their journey to finding mission and purpose. So Steve graduated from the U.S. Military Academy at West Point in 1987 and then began his career path with the U.S. Army, ultimately taking part in Desert Shield and Desert Storm. And then in 1991, he was proudly awarded the Bronze Star, uh, Bronze Star Medal for exceptional service during combat. And after serving in war, Steve wanted to make a difference in helping people in the world of health. So, Steve, welcome to the Military Wire. Thank you so much. Great being here. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got to stop saying impressive on this show because I think every guest that we have on this show is pretty impressive. Um I mean, so many people out there are accomplishing great works, uh, but I'm still going to use this impressive uh, with you as well, Steve. So seven medical patents with multiple pending. You've got over like the past 20 years, you've built and sold four successful businesses, uh, multiple leadership positions from founder, president, chief operations officer of early stage companies. Um, so I think you and I share a little bit of startup background. I'm sure we could probably unpack that a little bit. Um, but you've got like this broad spectrum of roles across global operations, marketing, product management, sales. And so now, uh, if I, if I'm correct, you're president and CEO of a company called, uh, and hopefully I don't get this name incorrectly, but is it, uh, Rinovum Women's Health? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, right, 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 Novum Women's Health. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. Good. So t- talk to me about this. I mean, this is, this is interesting because this is women's health and you're like, you've got an Army background. So talk to me about your passion for women's health. Sure, sure. So medicine is constantly changing, no different than the terrain of the battlefield. And you're always looking at challenges and opportunities. And what what I've done is, you know, I I worked my way up from a sales rep to, you know, a CEO of multiple different medical companies. And, And my mission has always been improvement but I've always selling the direct to hospitals or direct to physicians. And, and I took a breath in around 2010 and said, you know, what is going on with medicine today? And, and I really looked at, you know, what was the changing, you know, environment. And one of it was healthcare providers were changing. We were getting smarter with the internet on self-diagnosing and self-treating. And what I really uh, encapsulated in a long story short was, Women are much smarter consumers of healthcare. They are taking over a lot of the family aspects of this, uh, of this need for, for healthcare. And, and women go through about, you know, seven different phases of life and, and, and men go through less. So when we really looked at that, I started uncovering a need in women's health and that's really where it started. And from there, 
once I started understanding the, the, the development of the, of the market, I wanted to take medically proven approaches that were once only available under a physician's care and through innovation and education, take them directly to the end user or the consumer. And that's really where I saw medicine changing. And this is where I started these two companies, one in the infertility marketplace and, and one in the incontinence marketplace. Well, so this is interesting to me. So, uh, and you said something that, uh, so, uh, that is pretty intriguing to me. So uh, women experience like seven phases of life. Um, I, do men... I, I laugh. I laugh with the general population. Men go through two. We go through puberty and midlife crisis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. 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 So that's what I was going to ask. I'm like, and are we clueless on both? I mean, seriously. I mean, we just kind well, of... Well, men, right? yeah, men really don't interact uh, with the healthcare provider until we're about 35, uh, until we have our first prostate exam. And, and women are so, there's so many things that they get interacted with early on. They start under a physician's care at age 13 and really have a long-term plan because medicine today has done a lot of great things and they're able to diagnose early treatments for women, their anatomy and physiology changes differently because they have to go through the phase of being able to bear a child, and several other things happen because of that over time. So they go through these multiple phases of life, and men, you know, we're not we're not that complicated. Yeah. So this is, I, and I got to believe that your passion for this industry is not only related to the fact that you can, you know, certainly make money from it, which I think is important in any business, but um, there's, I, I've got to believe there's probably a bigger driver behind this too, in that, you know, all of us have moms and we want to see our moms, you know, healthy and, and thriving. And if we're married, you know, our spouse is healthy and thriving. What compelled you to, to just really dig into the women's healthcare though? So, yeah, that's a great question. So, um, I've been blessed. Uh, I've been married for the, to the same lovely bride since for like 30 years. And, and my, my wife has been fantastic because she's the only female in my whole entire world other than my mom, right? So I have, I have male cat, male bird. You know, I have two boys. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, we're, 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 we're a pretty testosterone heavy environment. And being blessed with my wife, she's given me so much balance in understanding the needs of, of women's health. And I had my first challenge uh, working with physicians when we tried to have our first child. And, and we were, I was in a doctor's office, uh, and I knew the physician very well, and my wife didn't. And a long story short, she went in, and I sat in this OBGYN doctor's office and listening to all the patients they're not being heard. They don't know how infertility is complex. And I'm listening to all this conversation, and I stepped back and said, boy, you know, there's a lot of ways of bridging gaps in medicine. And a lot of it is because these patients are so well-educated, they just need a nudge, right? They need a nudge in healthcare, And sometimes they need a baby step, not a huge, large leap. So I started looking for those gaps in medicine, and infertility was a big gap, right? One out of every eight women or couples are deemed infertile in the United States today. That's a huge population. And wow. in, the, in, in the males and females that served our country for years have been, you know, indoctrinated with a lot of environmental issues in our, in our deployments. We've been indoctrinated with a lot of, you know, 
very health-oriented issues because we're so active. All those things affect fertility, and then that was where this whole process, you know, ignited for me to say, wow, let's bridge these gaps. And infertility was my first step, and then incontinence being the second because the byproduct of having a child (laughs) five to seven years later, a lot of the, you know, passing a child uh, causes a lot of stretching and distorting the anatomy. And as we're young, that anatomy goes back, but that body remembers it five to seven years later. So when, when women cough, sneeze, or dance, they're unable to control their bladder and causes leakage. And that is one-third of all women in the United States and worldwide between the ages of 30 and 60 have some form of incontinence issue. So it's very common but not talked about. And I wanted to figure out ways of fixing it. Yeah, this is interesting. And and I love that because uh, you're kind of getting to a deeper issue, which is oftentimes our best advocate in our own health is ourselves. So in many ways, you're empowering women to go ahead and be their best advocate by creating these, you know, creating these companies around us. How, how did your military experience prepare you for this, though? I mean, this I mean, it's so I, I'm intrigued by this, Steve, because. You know, typically the guys that we have on our show don't go in this line of work. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're, right, doing, right, right. they're doing other things. And, and, and yet you took your military experience to say, wait a second, this is a battlefield in many ways that I can influence and change. What did you use from your military experience to go ahead and change this industry? You know, I think everything that we're taught and we're, we're educated to do, we're mission-oriented. We take complicated yeah. tasks and start making them simple. We set clear direction on multiple different tier fronts, right? A lot of it is have a vision and figure out a way to support the execution. And the vision was the need, right? Hearing women, hearing friends, hearing people that I interact with every day, once you open up that communication, you really understand what the challenges are. So from that, it was very simple. From there, you you, begin, you take the strategic objective, break it down into small, achievable, tactical goals, and start building that platform. And the medical industry, as well as the military, are both very disciplinary subspecialties, right? There are there are specific tasks everyone knows. There, there's general tasks that everyone understands. And then we all get trained on sub-specific goals. And that's how you build the team. So the military really taught me how to build appropriate teams to interact with, look for those innovators that that are, you know, thinking outside the box, but use our military skills to keep them on point, right? Keep mm. them focused and, 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 and guided to the final mission. And I think those are some of the critical things that I thought was interesting. And, you know, in the military, we're taught, you know, to put – other people in front of ourselves, right? We're, right. we're taught to right. work as a team. We're, we're taught to sacrifice. And, and I think women's health is something that just resonated with me to say, you know, I can make a difference. You know, medicine may not be completely answering this. We're smarter consumers. How do I do this and, and get into this women's health? And I've never left it. I've been so intrigued and so excited to, to take the population that don't talk about their issues. Military, we often don't talk about our issues. Yeah. And really bring them to light 
and, and, and come up with viable solutions. And, and that's kind of, you know, the, the broad breadth of why I'm so passionate and excited about this. And, and what I found very interesting in healthcare, it's just like in the military, there's a physiological issue and there's a psychological issue. And often those are separated. So with my technologies, I wanted to integrate both a psychological and a physiological impact. And in your, and incontinence, 80% of women that have incontinence are deemed to have a, a actual depression format. So 80% of women that have incontinence are diagnosed with depression. Wouldn't it be wonderful if I was able to treat the disease state with a mechanical device and overcome those issues of that, uh, that uncover that depression? And that is really what I thought about the military as well. We go through ups and downs and stress points, and we have to unfold issues and, and come to grips with things. And I find that women's health is exactly the same, that they're individual combatants fighting for a better quality of life. And I wanted to figure out a way of doing that and support them. Yeah, see, this is so, this is pretty interesting because you talk, you talk about a number of different things, but you're talking about you're treating one symptom, but having a collateral impact, uh, on, on other issues as well. So while you might be fixing that, you know, a visible issue, you're also impacting, you know, an emotional issue as well, which I think is pretty, pretty amazing. Just to give you an example, just to give you one example, yeah. you know, we launched our product not too long ago, and I got this call from a couple, uh, an 80, 81-year-old man and a 75-year-old female, and I'm like, you know, and they want to talk to me through customer service, and the customer service uh, person came in to me and said, Steve, you know, this couple wants to talk to you. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> right. Right. What did I do right. wrong? Right. right. Okay. Right. And, and and the gentleman gets on the line and said, you know, Steve, your your product has changed my wife. And I'm like, well, well, what do you mean? He goes, Steve, my wife and I haven't had a vacation in over 10 years. And it's a lot of it is because she can't mobilize or move because this incontinence is causing a big problem for her. And we tried your device and my wife over the past two months, has lost 10 pounds. And we are taking our first vacation in 10 years. Wow. And that, to me, was what this whole movement of taking care of people is all about. And, and, and I, I'm so happy to hear those stories every day. And it's, you know, one action is equal to an opposite or, or a carry-on a reaction, right? And I hear about weight loss. I hear about all these crazy effects these women now have. They now do yoga. They take care of their children. They haven't seen their mother in, in years because they're losing that mobility. And when they regain it, it brings them back to who they were. There are very few things in life that you can have one single domino have such a broad-term effect. And the military does it every single day. And it's often not thought about. So just taking those same skills and taking to, to the consumer kind of makes me happy. Yeah, I think this is amazing. So you talk about a vision and discovering a need, and I, I think that's really important too. And, and you, like Steve, you're super smart, like seven medical different patents. I mean, that's, <clears throat> that to me is impressive. But how does somebody that maybe not have your same intelligence, your same smarts, you, you talked about a lot of different principles here, 
What would you say is the one or two things that they really need to hone in on that they can then leverage into the marketplace? So, you know, listen, I'm not very smart. I promise you, at least West Point told me that. <laughs> well, that was part of the training, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I never, I was never that, I was never that top of the crowd, right? You know, what, what makes, you know, and listen, I think that's really important. You know, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. In fact, I'm, I'm probably below average. You know, one of the things that the military taught me was never give up right? Mm, From ranger good. school to airborne school to everything that the military tried to make me feel from obstacle courses and, and everything that we've ever done is, is never quit, right? And I am constantly burdened with challenges that I have to overcome every single day. And sometimes, you know, it's just easy to walk away and say, you know, this is too hard of a challenge or, you know, I can't deal with this anymore. And, you know, the core that the military teaches is, is never give up, right? Yeah. And yeah. and I think that is the underlying strength that you have to have to be an entrepreneur, to be someone transitional. And then the other most important thing, which is so common in the military, is pick the right team, right? Mm. Build Good. the right partnership in your platoon, in your squad, in your company, uh, in, your, in your battalion, you know, Build the right team and and let the cream come to the top and learn that if you, if you have the wrong team, adjust, right? Yeah. Put the right team in place. I think those two really are, are, are it. And, and then having a passion for what you want to do or change because without the passion, without, you know, without the determination, that's where most companies I see fail. And the companies that succeed just never quit. Yeah, and that's so good, right? I mean, you, you, we can never quit. You know, we don't want to quit if we have the right team, and we can have that passion if we're on the right mission. And, and I think, you know, life's too short not to do things with uh, without passion, right? I mean, we, we should do – every day should be passion-filled, I, I believe. So, Stephen, how, how do people find you? How do they find your products if, in fact, they need them? But if, if, if people want to get a hold of you directly, how do they find you? Sure. So, um, we have, we have a website, uh, to learn about our technology, uh, userevive.com, U-S-E-R-V-I-V-E.com, uh, userevive. Also, Renovum Women's Health will direct you to that. And our website can direct you to me, right? So both of those websites have connections to me, to my company, and uh, a way of contacting me. But, you know, we, you know, we are at a really fun point. We're just launching our product. It's in, it's in, it's in, uh, Walmart. It's in Rite Aid. It's in CVS and growing. Uh, we're, we're launching with a, uh, a new partnership today to really expand us out. And, and this is really, listen, I, I, this company has almost died three times. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, we have gone through ups and downs and ups and downs, right? And, and, and just staying focused on innovation, staying focused on this is going to make and change people's lives got us through many of those obstacles that we were hit with. 
And, and that, I think, is, is the secret. I mean, I've had people tell me, Steve, you know, you could do a thousand things. Why are you doing this? Why are you so stressed out? Why are you worried about these things? I said, because this technology can change people's lives. Show me anything around you that you've invested in, worked in, or done that has actually changed people's lives at such a high level. Over 15 million women can actually make a difference in their life. That's mm. uh, what is a better feeling than that? That that is protecting our borders. That's going yeah. out and serving our country and preventing people from coming and doing evil to us. But we don't just go to countries to 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 go to combat. We build infrastructures. We we change a whole process of how people live. That is the military mission. That is my mission. And that mission was taught to me, guided to me by Uncle Sam. Uh, see, I love it. And, and you're also impacting the family, which I love. I mean, when we, I, I believe when we invest in the family, when we work to improve the family, we keep this country st- strong. So, Steve, thanks for being on the show. To learn more uh, about Steve's company, uh, Renovum Women's Health, uh, that's R-I-N-O. V-U-M, Women's Health. Look him up. You can get in touch with him. Get in touch with Steve that way. Please visit him. And if you are transitioning and you want to discover your post-service identity, if you want to figure out what that passion is that Steve is so passionate about, if you really want to figure out what your next mission is, how to discover that post-service identity, be sure you reach out to us at OperationMilitaryFamily.com and we can discuss how you can get started on your best year ever after transition. Steve, thanks for being on the show. Thank you.